Welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO, 321 Biz Dev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. Today is February 28th, 2020. 321 Biz Dev LLC brings a combination of sales systems and business development services to white collar small business owners of any size worldwide. Our business is people, our product is sales performance. We tell business owners exactly what they need to know and why they need to know it without any gimmicks or fluff. We know what the sales performance struggle is like because we help business owners deal with sales performance struggles every day. Our team of 321 biz dev trainers, website and mobile app developers, digital marketing specialists, and short-term loan funding experts can help small business owners meet or exceed their business goals. 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions, contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. 321 Biz Dev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. Our website is 321bizdev.com, powered by Jeannie, president at sitemarket.com, and site market is spelled S-I-T-E-M-A-R-K-I-T. Short-term business funding is through OnDeck, based in New York City. We can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212, or internationally using WhatsApp at country code 1-415-515-6760. We have over 81 hours of business development content and interviews with business owners from around the world. Today's podcast episode is titled, The Number One Real Estate CEO Is Not in the United States of America. Hello, listeners. Today is Friday, and I am so excited to do this podcast episode because in the last 15 years, I've been looking for the person with the best model, the best business model for real estate agents in the real estate business. I'm talking about when I got started in the real estate business in 2005 and got out of the business because of the real estate and mortgage crisis and some personal reasons around 2012, 2013, I've been looking for who has the best real estate model. I've been looking for who has the best real estate training and who is that CEO that put that together. And I'm happy to announce that I have found this CEO who is not in in the United States of America. So I want to send some quick shout outs to Anna, Carolina, Oliveira, and you know where you are and you know where you work. I also want to send a shout out to Richa Gupta, who's in India. She's a small business owner. And the reason why I'm mentioning these two people's names are for a particular reason. I also want to send a shout out. I also want to send a shout out to attorney at law, Jeffrey Marsachi who's out in North Carolina, but he's uh, having a great time at a training session in Las Vegas. I'm mentioning these people's names because they have unique qualities that match up with this CEO, which I'm not going to mention his company name, and I'm not going to mention his name because I may have an opportunity to interview the CEO on on an upcoming podcast. 
So I am not holding back his name for any you know, weird reason. I just want to tell you my perspective about this CEO that I have been following for the last six months. But, you know, I've been following this CEO uh, really uh, actively for the last two weeks. Now, like I said, I was in the real estate business in 2005 up until 2013. Before that, I was in the mortgage industry here in California. And I want to tell you a quick story before I talk about the, the business acumen and attributes that this CEO has who is not in the United States of America. So I got started in the mortgage business in 2001, and this will be a quick story. There was no system or sales system for mortgage loan officers in California at this one company that I work with. And I remember walking around the city with, or driving around the city with two loan applications for people who wanted to buy a house and I think I had another one, a third application for someone who wanted to refinance. I was driving around my car, going from office to office, trying to get help to put these three loan applications in the system to get these things going. So for two weeks, I was holding on to these three loan applications without putting them in the system when the, the interest rates were varying up and down. And I had to make excuses to these, um, to these clients why I had not got started on their their loan applications. So it is because the, the company didn't have a system. The company spent like two weeks training the agents on different loan products and there was no infrastructure to help uh, new loan officers uh, get started. So that was the loan business. And again, you know, the loan business in California was, was really uh, wild when, you know, these rates started dropping and they started uh, giving loans to just about anybody who had a pulse. So fast forward to the real estate industry. So I figured I had to get the real estate license. My first experience in the real estate industry was this. I had signed up to work for this company. And so I went in and I went to the first training and the person doing the training said, have a seat. I shook a lot of people's hands. I met the, the one of the, the presidents of the company. And I, I went to the, the trainer who was the manager. I said, I said, miss, I have one person that wants to buy a house and I have another person that wants to sell a house. Now, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm licensed. So I was able to get the person's business. I was able to do good enough to get the person's business. One person wanted to buy, one person wanted to sell. The trainer, who was also the manager, said, we will talk about that at 12 o'clock. Right now, I want you to pay attention to this training information. So I said, okay, cool. So 12 o'clock came and gone. So I went to the manager, who was the trainer, and I said, I would really like to partner with an experienced real estate agent so I can get these, this, 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 this buyer and this uh, seller in the system. And the office manager slash trainer said, Rick, don't worry about that right now. You need to focus on you need to focus on this training that I'm that I'm doing. So I got my stuff and I walked out of that office and I immediately changed brokers and went to work for a different broker. It was a Colwell banker broker uh, out of uh, San Francisco that I worked with. And that broker said, 
by all means, I will take the buyer that you have and I will take the person who wants to sell their house and we will get these in the system. Okay. I didn't know anything about the real estate industry in terms of the, the task that had to be performed. I had an idea about it, but I didn't want to mess it up. These were a $400,000 uh, property and the other one was a three fifty. Okay. So that was $750,000 worth of real estate that I got within the first 72 hours of being a real estate agent. Okay. So what that told me right then, and that behavior continued all throughout my real estate career. I have, I was unable to find a real estate broker who had a system of helping agents do two things. Number one, and the most important thing is how to find uh, real estate buyers and sellers. And the second thing is what to do when you have uh, 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 you know, a, a client and how to take them through that process. So eventually I learned the second part, what to do when you have a real estate buyer or seller. But that first part, which is 70% of real estate, how to find a client and how to prepare a real estate agent on how to be successful in the real estate business. I have not met one real estate broker in 15 years who has a system of how to accomplish that. But I believe I just met the first broker who has a system of how to help brand new real estate, real estate agents get started. And this broker, this CEO is not a CEO of a real estate company in the United States. Okay. So some people may say, well, uh, well, uh, well, how does that make you feel Rick that you found someone who is not in the United States that has a system? I don't feel bad at all about it because my company and my, and my background as a professional, I don't care where the person's from. If they have a good system and it's working, I want to compliment them on that system. And if my company has an opportunity to work with them, I'm more than happy to work with anybody that puts in that much effort to make sure that their salespeople are doing the job right. Okay. So that is my, my honest, uh, you know, feedback to any business owner, any CEO, man or woman who is doing a great job to make sure their agents know what to do, especially in that front end piece, that front end piece of, of become, of being new and getting in the sales business. That, that piece is so important. And here's why listeners, most people who transition from like a nine to five job, a salary position, and they start a sales position. The majority of people as high as 90% have never sold a single thing in their lives. They haven't sold anything. So they passed the exams, the real estate exams, since we're talking about real estate, they pass the real estate exam and then they go to the broker, the company owner, the CEO, and they say, I am ready to start my real estate career. Now imagine you hear that as a broker and you say, okay, great. You're ready to start your real estate career. Let's get going. What the problem is up until now, at least in the United States, I would say 99% of real estate brokers do not offer their agents any type of onboarding to help them become acclimated 
to sales, nor do they offer a way to help them become comfortable with finding new clients as fast as possible. Here in the United States, and I have listeners on this podcast from India, from Poland, from Germany, from Russia, from uh, United Arab Emirates, from Egypt, let's see where else, uh, from, from Europe, uh, uh, from Spain, from Colombia, let's see where else, where else, the Philippines, South Korea, uh, Indonesia. I have worldwide listeners who listen to this podcast. So if you are a CEO and you want to come on to the, the, the 321 Biz Development Podcast and talk about your business and talk about how you are helping your agents, you are definitely invited. But as of right now, I have only found one CEO in the real estate business and the person is not a real estate CEO in the United States, not in Miami, not in New York City, not in Los Angeles, not in Seattle, not in Chicago, not in any city in the United States. So let me get back to what I was talking about. When a real estate agent starts in the real estate business, now this has been my experience, uh, watching other real estate agents. So let me, let me, let me uh, uh, divert for a little bit. Okay, so I used to be a vice president of a Fortune 500 company in Los Angeles in the health insurance business. I was responsible for maintaining and growing $75 million a year in health insurance premiums. Uh, uh, an insurance company sells health insurance to that company. And the companies I'm talking about that I used to work with are Hewlett Packard, um, University of California, Berkeley, the Screen Actors Guild. That's the, 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 the guild that provides uh, health insurance to the Hollywood actors. No, I never saw any of their names. I only had account numbers. Uh, then I had a few large municipalities like the county of Ventura. These are county employees who perform services for the state. So I had experience as a salesperson um, working in corporate America. The independent sales arena is slightly different because most CEOs who, who run and own independent sales organizations like real estate, CPAs, uh, dental clinics, plastic surgery centers, insurance brokers, uh, they don't have that big, you know, uh, uh, picture or, or they don't have the funding a lot of times. They don't have the infrastructure to walk brand new people in and take them through some type of onboarding training. Okay. But this CEO, like I said, who's not in the, in the United States, looks like he has perfected this onboarding and this introduction, this acclimation this indoctrination to sales. So what I was getting to, and I promise I'm not to jump around anymore, but I wanted to throw some things out there. Uh, most real estate agencies, brokerages in the United States tell agents that once you become an agent, please don't expect to get paid for the next six months because you have to learn all these different things. You have to sit through all these meetings. And, and within six months, that's when you should expect to get your first real estate transaction. And what I say to that is that that is crap. That is 100% crap that a brand new real estate agent in America has to wait six months 
before they get their first real estate transaction. And here's why. And I suspect that this CEO at this real estate agency in another country would agree with it. When a brand new realtor comes on board with, with your company, the first thing that he or she should know is that he or she is in business right then. It doesn't take 180 days where the business kicks in. That new real estate agent is in business on day one. How do you communicate to a brand new agent that he or she is in business and on day one? You teach them the, the, the power and the, uh, the give them the ability of learning how to contact and prospect. And that typically is done in, in the onboarding process. So you onboard brand new people and you say, Michelle, your brand new agent, I want to give you enough training so that you can go out in Detroit. You can go out in Atlanta. You can go out in Seattle. You can go out in San Francisco and make contact with people. Now, I know that you don't know much about real estate. And I'm not going to expect you to know much about the ins and outs and the legalities of the of real estate and how to complete all the forms. But Michelle or Joe in Atlanta, in Detroit, in New Orleans, in Dallas, I'm going to give you enough training that you can go out and meet 100 people in the first month. And within those 100 people, you may get 10 to 15 people that'll say, Yes, Michelle, I am ready to buy a house. Yes, Michelle, I am ready to sell a house. And if that real estate agency has the infrastructure that I believe this real estate broker does in another country has, there will be agents who have the skill set that will take that brand new prospect, that person who wants to buy a house or that person that wants to sell a house and take that new client and walk them through the system, get their paperwork processed, get the home inspections ready, get the appraisals ready, get the pricing determined uh, about, you know, via comps of what the home is worth and get the loan uh, process going. That is what should happen. Agents should not have to wait six months before they can expect to make money in the real estate agency. So this, this real estate CEO, what I have observed in the last two weeks from this, uh, or the first thing I observed by this real estate CEO was that he had a meeting with the staff. He said, there's a learning curve that every real estate professional goes through as he or she is becoming more productive. Now, do you want to know how many times I've heard a real estate CEO, manager, principal, you know, ever say that? Zero. I have not heard one real estate brokerage in the United States, you know, all, and I've been to like 40 states in the U.S. and I used to travel a lot. I have not heard one real estate CEO owner ever tell their agents that there's a learning curve. And more importantly, I have not seen the system that a real estate CEO of a, of a brokerage or, or agency has to help that agent move through that learning curve. So how can a, a real estate agent go through the learning curve when there is no system for he or she to go through the learning curve? So I thought that was remarkable. 
And I did send that message to the CEO who is not a CEO in the United States of a real estate company. I sent that message and I said, thank you very much for saying that because there is a learning curve in all sales businesses. In fact, when I worked in corporate America, uh, we, we sent all of our agents to a, at that time it was like 10 to $15,000, uh, eight day sales training class. And our company could afford it. We had 50,000 employees, so we could afford to spend $15,000 per employee. And we had accounts that would pay us, you know, the, the accounts that I managed when I was in the health insurance business, the lowest account was 50,000 a month. My highest account was $425,000 per month. So we had the, we had the funds to send a brand new person to a sales system class to learn how to do it. Most independent, uh, small uh, business owners don't have that type, don't have the access to that type of cash. So that's why I commend this CEO, this out of the country CEO for having a system to send his brand new real estate agents so that they can move through that learning curve because you have to have a system before you can you can move a brand new person through a learning curve. So congratulations to the CEO. And I'm quite sure he's going to hear this, this podcast. So the second thing that I heard this CEO uh, say or state or indicate is that he has he has a recruiting program. Now, recruiting is a very important thing for real estate, because like I said, you have a person that's showing up at your office and they're saying, Mr. O, Mr. Broker, Mr. CEO, I put here I am. I'm putting my life in your hands. I'm putting my potential financial uh, 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 destiny in your hands. Here's my license. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm brand new or maybe I'm an, I, I'm an existing real estate agent. I wasn't successful at the last brokerage, but I heard that I can be successful at your brokerage. So here I am. What do I do next? So this CEO who's out of the country, who's outside of the United States has a person and his name is James. I can say James's name because you guys won't know who I'm talking about because James is not the name of the CEO. He and James, the CEO and James were talking and James were was talking about what's the difference between uh, having a, a, an outside consultant find a brand new agent and 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 bring and sell that agent that agent to the broker or to the owner versus having an inside uh, uh, person a recruiter who can help that agent grow so that was very significant because what James said and what the CEO agreed with was that an outside uh, agency an outside like recruiter is only interested in the money it's just a transaction to him. So let's say that that uh, real estate, that outside real estate firm who finds new agents and sells the agent to the to the to the uh, agency, to the uh, CEO of a real estate company. Once they get paid, I don't know, five thousand dollars, I guess, or ten thousand dollars, you know, from the broker, that outside consultant is done. The inside consultant has a vested interest in that real estate uh, agents success. So that conversation between James and the CEO who is not in the United States of America was so profound. 
And see, like I said, I don't normally run into small business owners that believe in this. And it's a shame that I don't because if more small business owners, regardless if it's real estate, uh, accounting, uh, attorney law firms, plastic surgery centers, insurance agencies, regardless of the industry, there has to be this infrastructure, this, this onboarding system for brand new people to come on board so they can be successful. In fact, when James and the CEO had this dialogue that they posted on Instagram, all of a sudden this one guy out of, you know, that lives in the area, he goes, I want to join because what did this person see who lives in that local area where this CEO does business? That person said, wow, I think I might make money if I, if I start with this company. I really think I'm going to make money if I start with this company based on this one minute and 57 a second, uh, you know, Instagram post. See, and that's what, and that's what, that's what new people want to know. They want to know if I start with your company. Now, again, I'm talking to real estate brokers. So, if you're a real estate broker in Idaho, Washington, you know, Cleveland, New York, uh, North Carolina, Philadelphia, uh, where else? Well, Los Angeles, San Diego. You know, please pay attention to this. When brand new people come on board, what they're what they are looking for is. How can you help them? How can you help them go from making no money to making some money in the shortest period of time? And you know what? A lot of people, a lot of people, if you if you give them the system where they can make money, they will they will actively participate. But what happens in the real estate industry, at least here in the United States of America, agents sign up. They, they may go through some like you know, maybe a week's training about the uh, policies of the office and they may have uh, these things called lunch and learns where vendors come in and talk about uh, different uh, products or service that can help the real estate agents in their business. Beyond that, there is nothing. These real estate agents here in the U.S., they get very little support in terms of how to effectively uh, uh, make money in the business. And uh, it's sad. So it's, it's a sad commentary. And I, I feel, you know, really embarrassed even mentioning it, you know, on this podcast, but it's true. And like I said, I will stay truthful to, to, to the art of, of business development and selling. And I just want to uh, add, there's this lady, there's this lady in India and uh, she's going to hear it. Her name is Richa Gupta. And I don't know a whole lot about her other than we've done two podcasts and we've talked, you know, about, you know, three hours offline about her business. So she's a she's a yoga teacher. But I want to tell you guys something about her. And I will try to post her words in this podcast episode so you can hear it. You know, she used to be a corporate employee in the garment industry in Delhi. And uh, she had uh, an injury. And she had some uh, personal family uh, uh, challenges that sort of set her back a little bit. So she started her business, her yoga business in Delhi, India. And her name is Richa Gupta. So Richa, I am talking about you on this podcast episode. And uh, I hope you like it. She said, 
whenever I find something that I cannot do and I want to do it bad, I will learn how to do it to perfection. And you'll, you'll, you will hear what she said, but so I'm paraphrasing it and I will work hard night and day until I get it right. When I started jumping rope, that was uh, about now it'd be about seven, seven, seven odd years ago. Mm-hmm. So I started in 2015. So we're in, no, so five years ago. So I started jumping rope in 2015. And for the life of, you know, I could just do normal jumps. But I saw crisscross jump somewhere. And I was like, I have to get this, you know. It was like when I see something and I like it and it's challenging and I can't get it, I make sure that I learn the skill and I, uh, uh, I, uh, I, I learn the skill and I perfect it. So that's, uh, that, that is always my aim. So when I saw crisscross. Now, see, that is the type of person who can work in any business. So if you are a real estate CEO in Delhi and you're looking for a person that has no real estate experience, but they have the DNA, they have the, the essentials, they have the mindset that says, I will succeed at everything and anything I, I want to do because I'm going to work hard until I succeed in it. So if you are a real estate agency CEO in Delhi, please reach out to Richa Gupta. And if you are the CEO of this, this outside uh, real estate uh, CEO that I'm doing the podcast about, and if you're looking for a great person who can probably pull it off and succeed in the, in the real estate business, just like Anna Carolina Oliveira, Make sure you reach out to Richa Gupta. Uh, I'm telling you right now, this woman will succeed in anything that she does. If she wants to be a painter, she'll be the most successful painter. If she has to, uh, you know, plant trees in the city of Delhi and, and do it with perfection, she'll be the best at that. So I just wanted to, to, to produce this podcast episode. It's Friday. It's 2 p.m. on the West Coast. It's uh, 2 a.m in this location where, where the CEO is, who's the best CEO in the world, who's not in, in the United States of America. I wanted to do this podcast and here's the deal. If this CEO has everything that he wants and everything is going to perfection, if we get a chance to talk about it, I will tell him. I will say, CEO, who's not in the United States of America, you have this thing dialed in. And I will, you know, congratulate the CEO, give him, you know, high fives and tell him that I am so grateful. I'm I'm grateful that I found a CEO who's doing it right. And if there is an opportunity to tweak anything that needs to be tweaked, I'm here for that CEO because it will be an honor to work alongside someone who has figured out that it's the agent's success that determines the company's success. It's not about the CEO and, and, and all his accolades or her accolades and, and, and all the, the education that he has and all that kind of stuff if the agents aren't being taken care of. Now, if the agents 
are very successful, by all means, that CEO, he or she needs to celebrate to the maximum. And that CEO needs to take that, that perfect business model, that those sales systems, those, uh, that infrastructure, the onboarding, the referral systems that he or she has created and make that system his or her brand. So like I said, I am so excited because I, I was thinking, you know, I'm, I'm getting back. I'm getting back in the real estate industry here in about 60 days after failing, you know, miserably, you know, not all my fault. Some of it was the economy here in California. But I said to myself, I'm, I am not going to fail when I get back in. And I have worked hard for the last six years to make sure I don't fail. And I just found a CEO of a real estate company in a, in a country outside of the U.S. who has validated everything that I have done, everything that I've worked for in 321BizDev LLC. This CEO has validated everything that I've said. All the times I've met with real estate agents or, or brokers, and so, they, they would say, oh, no, man, I don't have any use for that. And, I, and I'm saying to myself, why just talk to your agent? You know, that, this agent has a clo- hasn't closed a house in eight months. And now I'm sitting in front of that broker here, here in the U.S. And that broker saying, oh, no, we wouldn't be interested in that. And I'm like, well, who in the heck is doing this thing right in the U.S.? I haven't found anybody. I'm, not, I'm talking Los Angeles haven't found anybody. People selling, you know, big ticket homes in Beverly Hills and uh, in, uh, in, in Brentwood and all these, uh, you know, Bel Air in San Francisco and Knob Hill up in, uh, you know, um, Chrissy Field and, 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 and North Bay and Pacific Heights in San Francisco. Haven't found a broker there. New York City and Queens and Brooklyn, you know, the brownstones in Brooklyn, the, uh, the high rises in Manhattan. Haven't found a, a, a broker that has a system like this CEO of a real estate agency a company who is not in the United States of America. So in closing, and I will make sure to include that, uh, that, that podcast audio, uh, podcast episode audio with Richa, Richa Gupta uh, in this podcast link. If you are a white collar small business owner and this podcast episode addresses a concern or situation that you are going through right now, please do not hesitate to call me at 833-321-3212 or internationally using WhatsApp at country code 1-415-515-6760 to see if 321BizDev LLC can help you find a winning solution. We recommend small business owners looking for solutions. Visit our website at 321BizDev.com slash services to complete a questionnaire to begin the consultative process. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Make it a great day.